Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 15, titled Booked Solid. Uh, Yet another very, very good episode that features damn near everything happening. Jesus Christ, this episode, it is dense. It is a jam-packed hour of television. And I do not use the phrase jam-packed quite often. It's... It's insane how much they can't accomplish in such a short amount of time. Uh, so we'll start by talking about the element of this episode that is more standalone. Uh, our number. At this hotel. And by the way, of course, it's at a hotel and we end up getting the return of Undercover Reese. I love it when Reese goes undercover. It's always so awkward, and I love it. <laughs> it's so great. He goes he goes undercover as, like, what are they called? Bellhops? Yeah, that's what they're called. Uh, goes undercover as one of those, and he's just lugging packages, all, uh, lugging suitcases, lugging luggage all damn day. Throughout the entire hotel, while trying to keep tabs on our latest number, while trying to keep tabs on this refugee lady. And the entire time, he's just, like, slowly dying inside, like, screw everything, screw all of this, I hate it, it's the worst. (laughs) It's always so great to watch Reese have to be something he is not equipped to be. (laughs) And just have to be something he's not. Just have to be something that goes fundamentally against everything he is. Like, it's just, it's great. It's, it's real good. It's real good watching him in that situation. Uh, And Finch is a concierge. So, like, he's got access to all the cameras and all that. And is looking upon the operation from there. Also, Zoe Morgan's there, just randomly. And I love that they just have Zoe Morgan working at this hotel, uh, doing a job at this hotel, and she doesn't really factor into the main story that much. Like, she has one moment where she has to, like, sort of cause a ruckus to get someone to go somewhere else, and that's the genesis for one of the major reveals, but... For the most part, like, she's she's not factored into the story. She's just there. I love that they just have an episode where Zoe Morgan's just there. And just in the background. Like, yeah, I'm doing something. I'm doing a thing. Uh, there's also very, very good misdirect in this story. Where it's looking for a few minutes like this refugee lady is 
at risk because the hotel she's working at is running a quote-unquote side gig, which is an escort service. Uh, They're running prostitutes. And they're under investigation from the cops. Uh, Someone apparently leaked information that this was happening. And... There's like a solid five or ten minutes where we think, oh, well, her boss went up to her and was like, hey, uh, are you the one who did this? And she was like, no, 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 it wasn't me. And we think it's because of that that she's at risk, that she's going to be a victim. Uh, But that also ends up not being much of a thing. Uh, In fact, it's almost a punchline because the guy running this, the hotel manager, he is someone who Reese just despises. Just randomly, like he looked at him funny once and now Reese just hates the man. So it ends up almost being a running joke that Reese is just looking for an excuse to like punch this guy in the face. An excuse which he eventually finds. (laughs) He does punch this man in the face. And then it's like a funny thing at the end where it's just like, uh, yeah, uh, while we were doing this other bigger thing, we also took down an escort service just off camera. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just made sure everyone got arrested and then bought the hotel uh, and then made our victim the manager uh, because why not? <laughs> uh, but no, that ends up being not a thing. It's a, it's a really clever misdirect. Uh, but eventually, we hit on what this actually is. She's in danger because there's this team of hitmen just waiting to take her out because apparently... There is this colonel who, in the country that she's from, I forget what country it was, but a colonel in her home country that basically executed her entire family in front of her. And so now she can prove that he has committed massive, massive war crimes. And apparently there was also this journalist who is showing up, doing pieces on this colonel. And is pressuring her to talk. Like, hey, talk, talk. Get on the record. Get on the record. Uh, Tell your story. Tell your story. And because of that, because she's been approached about that, and also, as it's later revealed, has this disc of actual footage of this colonel committing war crimes, committing heinous, heinous war crimes, uh, all of that is basically leading to she can single-handedly prove this dude's a war criminal and can single-handedly take him down. They don't like that. <laughs> These hitmen, they are working for someone who is n- who does not like that. They have a vested interest in this colonel uh, being good. That person being the colonel himself. So, she's in danger of getting murdered. And... Once this episode gets going, it does not stop. It does not stop at all. Like, once Reese makes his introduction and is like, hey, I'm saving you now. It's literally just a... It literally, like, becomes diehard in a hotel. It it literally just becomes that. They're, like, constantly on the run. Constantly trying to... uh, get away from these hitmen, constantly trying to escape the hotel, uh, just getting into tussle after tussle after tussle after tussle after tussle, uh, after brilliantly choreographed fight after brilliant choreographed fight after brilliantly choreographed fight. Uh, 
Um, and it's great. It's like very, very high tension, very exhilarating, very, very well done. Like this episode, it's one of those episodes that takes a while to set up, but once it's set up, boom, it's off to the races and it never, ever, ever, ever slows down. Uh, I also, by the way, love this one moment. Fusco gets involved in this at some point as like a, as a third man, as a third set of eyes. And at one point, it becomes very clear that these hitmen have murdered the reporter. And they have his body in a trunk and are trying to dispose of it. Fusco has to stop them from doing so. And I love this moment where Fusco ambushes them in the most Fusco way possible. Where he gets up to them and is like, hey, excuse me, uh, have you guys seen like a little chihuahua around here? And then just beats the shit out of them. Like, I love that. I <laughs> That is the most Fusco ambush of all time. Like, there is there is no more Fusco thing to do than walk up to two hitmen disposing a body and going, Hey, have you seen a little chihuahua around here before beating the shit out of them? It's, it's great. It's really, really good. Oh, it's so, it's so funny. Uh, but they're able to get her out of there. Uh, we got the disc, and her, and we can take down this colonel. Uh, we get this really great sequence after Fusco brings her over to the precinct. Where she's sitting there, she's waiting to give her testimony, and then this other hitman has tracked her down to the precinct. And when no one's looking, goes in there and tries to kill her. And then she's saved by Carter! Like, literally, like, two minutes after Fusco was taunting her, like, Oh, you missed all the action. Carter's like, oh, and I'm taking this guy out. <laughs> Screw you, not getting involved, missing all the action. I got I got some at the very, very end. Oh, uh, and then of course we have that meet that uh final thing where uh the The Colonel's taken down, the escort service is taken down, the hotel got bought by Finch. And they made this woman the manager. And then Reese and Zoe, it is highly implied, go have sex in the penthouse. (laughs) So there's also that. Uh, But of course we also have this plot line where Reese is still being targeted by these shadowy government people. And... uh, Our... Hitman guy who was trying to take out him at Rikers, who was trying to take out Reese at Rikers. Uh, he just got out, just now. Apparently, it took him a lot longer to get out of Rikers than he expected. And he's literally just driving around, waiting for something to happen that looks like it could be the man in the suit. Just waiting for something to happen, waiting for a big enough mess for it to be like, yeah, this sounds like man in the suit. And we get that at the hotel with this, like, big, epic thing that's happening. So this guy goes over to the hotel, captures Reese, tries to get him to tell him uh, who he's working for. And we get this really, really fantastic fight uh, that is so well done, so epic, so brilliantly crafted. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal action sequence. And it ends... It culminates in this big epic knife brawl, and Reese just stabbing this dude, and being like, "Yeah, you got twenty minutes uh, until you bleed to death. 
Uh, you can continue to come after me, or you can go to the hospital. This man chooses to go to the hospital because, of course, he does. So, yeah, miserable failure. <laughs> miserable miserable failure on this dude's part uh we'll come back to him in a minute there's more on this plot line but i want to leave for the very very end uh while all this is happening carter is being approached by uh some fbi people going hey so uh donnelly recommended you to be an agent you you still want to be an agent and carter's like yeah sure why not and she is told, like, that she has to take a polygraph test. Of course, this is not great. Not the best circumstance, because uh, she's been actively working with, uh, with vigilantes the last year or so. Oops. Uh, Finch gives her the advisement, uh, d- lie on one of the baseline questions, and that'll work. Lie on one of the baseline questions, and... It'll be perfectly fine. And she does lie on the baseline questions. Presumably the lie is, I smoked weed in college. She did not smoke weed in college. And then we get this big polygraph. Uh, She answers like, no, and all the have you ever associated with a wanted criminal, blah, 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 blah. And then some information comes in about Beecher that uh, the FBI figures out that Carter is sort of in a bit of a thing with Beecher. And they're like, hey, um, were you aware of all the investigations into this dude? Are you aware that this dude's kind of, kind of sus? Remember, we saw him meeting with the head of HR just a few episodes ago. And Carter's like, no, I, I didn't know that. And they're like, okay. So, um, we're not going to take you. We are rescinding our offer. Choose your company more wisely. Basically, the implication here is you're associating with Beecher. Beecher's under a crap ton of investigations. Beecher's real sus. You are not going to get into the FBI. Because of that. It is strongly implied that it's because of her relationship with Beecher that she didn't get it. Which especially sucks because this episode starts with Carter being like, hey, meet my son. And then ends with Carter going, hey, maybe don't meet my son. And like kind of stepping back from that relationship a little bit, which is sad. Which is sad, even though this dude's almost certainly HR. It's sad. It's really sad. And of course, all this culminates in our ending. Where we got this dude's boss. This uh, assassin man's boss. uh, The dude from the Office of Special Counsel. And he recalled his agent back to DC. For reasons... We do not know of, for reasons we have no bearing on, for reasons we have no idea of what they are. And it's revealed that this dude's assistant is Root. Root somehow wormed her way into the office of special counsel and his assistant 
to the man who is targeting Reese and Finch. So, yeah. That's a thing. That's something that's happening. More on that in coming episodes, I guess. Uh, but yeah, really, really good episode all around. That, Like I said, just so, so freaking dense. There's so much going on here. It's insane, really. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if it feels inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, if you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, uh, which I will put up over there once every month. Or, if that's not work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 16. Talk to you then.